Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. WSB. I'm WSB's Herman Kane and depend on this. Whenever and wherever there's breaking news, severe weather alert, or a traffic red alert, the WSB 24-hour breaking news center will tell you about it. News 95.5 and AM 750. WSB, depend on it. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I want this town to be near you. No, gray skies ever turn blue. the show and a good Tuesday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there. This is the Mark Aram Show heard Monday through Friday, 10 to midnight on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. The gang's all here. Low T. Chuck screens the calls. Longoria and the stoic Mexican work ethic on the other side of the takeout window. Tonight, the live studio audience includes uh, web goddess Lauren Johnson and WSP political analyst, senior political analyst. He's not a senior. He's not a senior, but he is our senior <laughs> political analyst who's doing uh, been doing yeoman work uh, through the uh, evening hours with Chris Chandler, who is basically, um, who have you ever seen a musician that, that can play the guitar, the harmonica, sing, and have tambourines in between his knees? Prince? Something like that. That's yeah. what Chris Chandler's been doing all afternoon and evening. So kudos to you, Chris Chandler. I don't know how you do that. He's been, on Facebook. he's been doing. He's he's and he's been on Facebook. Yes, and he juggles. And he juggles. How do you do that? <laughs> he does the coverage. So he's do, he does what I do, and then you know. But I get to throw it to the news people at the tops and the bottoms of the hour. Chandler has to throw it to himself. That's insane. I don't know how you do that. And I don't have you your sparkly your personality or pescatarianism. Well, you're, <laughs> you are uh, without gluten. <laughs> That's and true. You that can play true. the piano. That so. is true. That is yeah. true as well. That yeah. is true as well. Amazing job, Chandler. Um, from someone that's tried to do what you just did. Amazing job. That's that's awesome. You and, guys have a good night. And with uh, the albatross that is Bill Crane around your neck for, <laughs> for two hours no, to, no. to be able to handle all of that flawlessly. <laughs> well, I tip my hat to you, fellow broadcaster. Uh, that being said, we're going to continue our political coverage here for the time being with uh, Bill Crane in studio. Bill, uh, for folks that, are, folks that are just getting in their car, going to work, coming out of work, election uh, 2016, still a couple of races, important races, to uh, be decided that haven't been many called at yet. The, many at the local level, but it does appear overall to be a safe night for incumbents. All of Georgia's congressional incumbents thus far have been declared the winners or look like they are going to go into their fall election, holding on to their party's nomination. Doug Collins, who had a race with... Uh, Former Congressman Paul Brown, trying to make a political comeback, has won rather easily in the 9th Congressional District, has no Democratic opponent in the fall. Johnny Isaacson smushed him. He smushed him. Margins of closing on 80% in the Republican primary. And surprisingly, on the Democratic side, um, Jim Barksdale, who is the 
consolidated favorite of the establishment of the Democratic side is, is having a bit of a challenge tonight and may end up in a runoff. Against someone who, and I'm in the business, I'd never heard of Cheryl Copeland. Uh, she, <laughs> she happens to be an African-American female. Okay. And so if you look at the county she's carrying, it's literally all across the, the coast and the lower half and the southwest corner of the state, uh, which many of those counties have majority African-American mm-hmm. populations, but they also still have a lot of black churches who hand out the slates. Gotcha. So that that explains uh, the the 43% is what I'm showing right now. Barksdale, who you know from the hat ads. But I'm... All right. The driver's um, caps. Uh, from, from which, I, I don't know, you... you I think that's his attempt at a jeans jacket and being an outsider. From the Purdue uh, yeah, campaign. But but, you know, I would also mention that he's also a bald guy who's wearing a cap. So. Okay. As I'm wearing a hat. As a, yeah. As a balding guy. As a balding guy. The the one race that I've been really, really curious about is the uh, Cobb County Commission chairman. Uh, what kind of fallback would Tim Lee have from basically um, bringing the Braves to Cobb County without consulting with the taxpayers? John Lewis has been partying on the square in Marietta all evening long. Uh, John, what are you hearing from the Lee camp and what's going on with the vote totals? Well, first of all, if I've been partying on the square, I've been in the wrong place because uh, yeah, I'm partying anywhere. Um, but maybe there's another party going on somewhere else. Uh, right now, it's pretty much a quiet crowd, as you can imagine. I mean, Tim Lee is losing in this election, but it's a three-man race, and they're looking ahead to a runoff, and that's the way it is. Right now, uh, you know, he's down by about 2,000 votes out of about 24,000 cast, and they're saying, you know, we'll just go ahead, which is what happened in 2012. Now, whether or not there is anger because of the Braves' uh, ballpark and what happened with that, uh, we're going to have to find out afterwards and the voters and, and whether or not they're going to put him back in office again. But, uh, and Bill knows about this, you know, any time an incumbent gets below 50% of the vote, it's not a good sign because incumbents, you know who they are. They, don't have to, they, they shouldn't have to prove anything to you. And if you're falling below the 50% mark, it's very hard to get those voters back and put you up there. And in this case, it's not so much he's falling below. He's falling below Mike Boyce, who's close to 50%. So uh, it's real tough. Now, whether or not, again, the Braves SunTrust Park is going to have something to do with it, the way it was all handled, that's something that the voters, um, if they're going to uh, voice their displeasure, they did tow at the ballot box. John, let me and, jump uh, in for a second. Mike Boyce, uh, the, the numbers I have are probably slower than yours. I've got him at 48%. If he hits 50, he avoids a runoff, correct? Correct. 50 plus one. He's 50, plus, 50 one. plus one. So he's right now at 48.86% and, uh, and Tim Lee at 40.7%. So, it, again, it's a situation where Boyce could get to 50%. So it's not even a question of are you close? If you're the incumbent close to getting 50, in this case, the best I think they can hope for here is going to a runoff on July 26th, um, and we don't know if that's going to happen. And again, how much the, the new Braves ballpark and the way that it was all handled, how much that may have played a role oh, in this. I think that's that's absolutely huge. Yeah, right. What, what was know. the, John, what was the Lee camp expecting coming into tonight? They were optimistic. I mean, you know, and and he, among all of the people who were here, he was the most relaxed of all of them. But, again, was that nervous relaxation, just putting up a brave face, or was he honestly just calm? Uh, who knows? I'll talk to him in a little bit right now. It's not the time. But, um, you know, it, it's a situation where, and I, you know, the people here were very upbeat, very optimistic. They didn't think it was going to be much of an issue. But these were loyal followers. They're not the ones making the decision. The people out there are, and again, it's not necessarily is it a good thing having the Braves here. 
It's how it was done and how they went about doing it. And it was a matter of trust. And, and the people here by voting were, you know, essentially saying, is this a referendum? We don't trust the way this was handled. We don't like the way this was handled. And we're express, expressing our displeasure that whether that's going to carry over to a runoff will remain to be seen if it in fact goes to a runoff on July 26th. John Lewis live in the square in Marietta. Thank you for the live update, John. That's the question I want to lead off with tonight, Bill, uh, the Cobb County voters. Uh, to me, that, that was the race that I had, had zeroed in on going into today's voting. Um, how much of the, uh, of the Cobb Braves impacted your voting decision when it comes to the uh, the, the vacancy or the post? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. John Lewis, uh, 48% for uh, Mike Boyce, Tim Lee. I think he said a little over 40% um, with, I don't know, 40 to 50% of the votes in. If, you know, with that many votes in, it's probably going to be a runoff, Bill Crane. I, would, I yeah, wouldn't I imagine. Trends that. tend to hold. Yeah. And the, the vote that is in is coming in from all across the county. There were some other chinks in the armor for Mr. Lee. You have a rather significant spike in property tax assessments coming in around mm-hmm. the stadium. You have, as the stadium comes not just out of the ground but into the Galleria skyline, a great deal of awareness about the lack of parking and where is that bridge going to go and now new questions on how that bridge is actually going to be paid for. Uh, it appears there may be some splash dollars involved. Um, still don't have an agreement with the developers who own the parking deck that the bridge will be anchored by on the mm-hmm. Galleria side. Still don't have an agreement from the owners of the Cal- Galleria development as to allowing people to park there. Sure. So there's a lot of un- – I mean there's no question it's a great deal for Cobb County to get the Braves. But the devil is in the details. And uh, to me, um, and again, I'm not a resident of Cobb County. I'm a Braves fan, and I will uh, the the uh, park is going to be the new park's going to be a lot closer to my house, and I'll be able to get there, no problem. Uh, but that being said, if I were a Cobb County resident, I would be kind of mad that this all happened without um, public referendum. Yeah, exactly. Letting me, you know, giving me the option to say, hey, yes, you can use my sales tax on this uh, multi-hundred million dollar uh, structure, and, and, and it's, it's a game changer in Cobb County for sure, uh, but I would have liked to, if I were a Cobb resident, and I'm not, but I would have liked to have had my say in the matter, and they really didn't. The question I would have is after the deal was announced and after it was clearly a done deal, there mm-hmm. was still plenty of opportunity to involve the public in a number of these questions sure. we're talking about now, and for whatever reason, the decision was to not. Interesting. All right. Well, I want Cobb County uh, voters' thought on this, the taxpayers. Um, are we seeing an anti-Braves Tim Lee backlash in the race for the Cobb County Commission Chairman? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Full race analysis from uh, all of the races going on right now in the state of Georgia. Bill Crane live in studio. We'll answer your questions via Twitter as well, at Mark Arum, M-A-R-K-A-R-U-M. But I want to start off with the uh, the Cobb County Commission Chairman race, which is the most intriguing to me. I want to hear from the Cobb folks that are paying taxes and didn't have a say in the new Brave Stadium. Also, we got to talk about the Super Bowl coming to Atlanta. Johnny Kilbasa with the Fast Food Review. we got a huge show. Stick around. This is WSB. Election updates continuously throughout the night and, of course, full coverage tomorrow morning on Atlanta's Morning News with Scott Slade starting at 4.30 a.m. Bill Crane in studio breaking down all of the political races, but I'm, I'm really focused. I'm laser focused. I'm not even going to 
sugarcoated about the Cobb County, the basically the referendum, the Braves referendum, we'll call it, on uh, Commissioner Tim Lee. Your thoughts as Cobb County taxpayers uh, is the fact that Tim Lee losing to Mike Boyce right now by almost 10 percent. Is, is that the Cobb taxpayer pushing back on the new Braves stadium? Nancy's in Marietta. Nancy, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Yes, I'm just really mad that they uh, pulled this thing off and did not put it up to the voters or anything. Did you vote today, Nancy? Yes, I did. And you did not vote for Tim Lee, then, I Absolutely imagine? Absolutely not. Absolutely I just not. Think that all of this was set up too quickly, and uh, it just doesn't sit well with the average citizen. Have you in the past voted for Tim Lee? Yes. So, so you went from the Lee camp to uh, either Boyce or Savage today? Yes. Interesting. So that that was the one issue that made you say, uh, "I'm I'm changing my vote." That it- absolutely. I mean, anybody who's lived here for any amount of time knows that that particular area is very difficult at the best of times to In terms of traffic through. Yeah. You know, yeah. the traffic pattern. Sure, absolutely. And putting this thing right where they did at it's the choke point. I'm sorry. I just mm-mm. they. Uh, I as a traffic reporter, I. I don't see this going well traffic wise um but getting to the turner field right now is is a nightmare as well so it's just a matter yeah but at least you have three interstates really that sort of the the 75 85 and i-20 converge at the ted and there's multiple surface streets Mm -hmm. out i i like the aesthetic of the new stadium but as best i can see from the air and the ground there's one way in and one way out yeah we need a dedicated uber lane i think in 2017 bill's in kennesaw bill welcome to the show Hey guys, appreciate your call. Yeah, it's gonna, it's, I, I come that way every day and I see a one lane bridge is coming out of the stadium and I'm saying, you got one lane in, one lane out. How in the world with the traffic the way it is now, how is anyone, which way the Braves are playing now, it probably may, that's, you know, a, that's the key. If, if right, they lose 120 yeah. games a year, we don't have to worry right. about the traffic. But, but real quick, as a taxpayer, uh, did you vote uh, on that oh, issue today? Absolutely. And I told everybody, let's vote against him because he rammed it down everybody's throat, didn't plan it. And if it had been done properly, yeah, it'd been a great idea. But it's, it's I think it would have passed. I think I I think there's enough support for for the Braves in Cobb County that would have passed had it been a referendum. We'll come back. Latest election results next, and more of your calls. 404-872-0750. This is the Mark Garam Show. I'm WSB's Clark Howard. Howard. From Dunwoody to Douglasville. Washington to Woodstock. Whenever and wherever there is severe weather, a traffic red alert, or breaking news. The WSB 24-hour breaking news center will break in. Depend on it. Hi, this is Gilbert Gottfried, and you're listening to the Mark Aram Show. Why you're listening is your own business. I would never listen. Election night 2016 continues. This is the Mark Aram Show, 1036, 24 in front of midnight at your beck and call till 12, Monday through Friday at News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. We've got a full house tonight. Low T, 
He's been doing some push-ups during the break. He's screening the calls. Longoria with a fresh haircut on the other side of the takeout window. And two guys uh, that are, are television ready when they roll out of bed. Bill Crane, WSB political analyst, and Justin Farmer, anchor for Channel 2 Action News. I know you've been busy upstairs working the uh, Channel 2 campaign desk. Hey, um, we'll have continuous results, of course, throughout the night on the radio and tomorrow morning in Atlanta's Morning News with Scott Slade. And you'll have in-depth coverage at 11. I'm focusing this this part of the show, though, on the uh, the Cobb County election for the commission chair and what we're seeing i think if my computer didn't freeze up is is kind of a taxpayer backlash against commissioner lee um bringing not not that people don't like the fact that the braves are coming to cobb county is that the taxpayers didn't have a say in it prior to or post um that's what i that's what i feel is going on and i think and another layer there mark as you guys know from the the reporting you've done we've done the the bridge story there there have been three or four times right bill smartly put it as an onion three or four times you kind of say wait a minute is there another story here and then there's another one here and um you might be you might be right that might be what's going on because you get the turnout people get angry outrage drives uh drives votes sure right? especially in a low turner uh, election a low turnout election like this yeah. Yeah. Um, where you think it would favor the incumbent but if if you've angered people angry people tend to vote more than blase people well and mike boyce who ran against him four years ago raised the issue four years ago not about the brave stadium but but uh, some of the arrogance in the way tim lee deals with disagreement which is basically shutting it down mm-hmm. and so he's been able to turn that theme and that base of support into this series of issues, as Justin relayed, questions that some of which are still unanswered. How are we going to get people in and out of the stadium? How are we going to deal with congestion on the 75, 575 connector that's already under construction? How are we going to deal with getting people not to park if you're in the Galleria area on those parking spaces that are owned by other people at this point yeah. in time? And so, don't people, and forgive me, Mark, if you already covered this ad nauseum, but now contrast that with how Arthur Blank did it with his building, where he said the only public dollars will be $200 million. It's capped. And those $200 million are not even from a resident unless you're paying for your in-law's hotel, hotel room. room. That's which, it. Which I have. I'm glad you brought that up. Have you guys stayed? Well, Bill, I'm sure you do because you, you do overnights uh, work down here and you'll get hotels in Atlanta mm-hmm. on occasion. Um the hotel tax is redonkulous. Yeah. It's so high. I think there should be a waiver for if you show uh, a Georgia driver's <laughs> license. It unfortunately, I mean, that and the real the tax on rental cars are both very high yeah. at the airport. But it funds the Georgia World Congress Center, the Centennial Olympic. I Park. love it. I love it because uh, and 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 it is, it does cost us sometimes on conventions. We do lose to Orlando and Charlotte. But and I think the in other Florida major- they have they have a similar thing. If you show a Florida, well, in yeah, New York, like in Disney, you can if you're a Florida resident, you can get a discount pass. Yeah, they could do exactly. It. I, I mean, it's it's crazy when we have like snowstorms and we got to stay in hotels. You ever seen? You yeah. know, you have your people handle that. But when I check out at the <laughs> counter, Justin, the, it's it's. The, the Listen, Mark, when you roll ridiculous. in for your staycation at the St. Regis, you do not <laughs> get a tax break. I, it's, I just think we should. I mean, I'm okay with, with taxing uh, out-of-towners, obviously. <laughs> there's just there's no way to forecast that. There's no way for them to know in advance what that number would be. Yeah. They, they can basically forecast market shifts and, sure. and, and what their bookings are to forecast what that revenue is going to be. But if you 
could but come point, in with a waiver and be an Atlanta my, resident. Yes, but my point, I mean, you can debate that a long time, but my, my point is this. Jerry couldn't do it in Dallas. Yep. He had to build that monstrosity in Arlington. I don't know if you know Texas, but Arlington would be like us putting this thing uh, out Halfway at six months on Six Flags yeah, Drive. Six, yeah. It's just like, what? Yeah. Um, the Braves didn't go that route. They didn't even try to go that route. Yeah. And yet Arthur said, we're going to keep this thing downtown. I am going to be uh, responsible for the cost overruns. Very... And he went to the churches and Morehouse and the Atlanta University Center and some of the other impacted sure. areas, and he's part of that effort right now to rebuild the West Side. Yep. Let me before before you go. That's I want to because yeah. next hour we're talking about the Super Bowl in Atlanta. Yeah. Uh, we broke the news here on uh, Channel Two and WSB Radio this afternoon. Your thoughts as a, as a big Falcons fan? Uh, Super Bowl coming to Atlanta. Well. I mean, we, it's not just the Super Bowl. Look what look. You know what, Atlanta? We had our dip, right? Mm-hmm. We got punched in the mouth sure. on a couple of occasions for different reasons. Uh, some of our fault and some of it not. But Atlanta is back in force. When you look at the businesses relocating to this town uh, in various parts of the city, mostly from we'll call it from Sandy Springs to Midtown, but also even when you get out towards Athens and whatnot. So, <clears throat> but here's here's the deal. Atlanta is back. When you look at the number of Fortune 500 com- companies here, mm-hmm. the most south of new york city and east of texas yeah so we are the capital of the south we have the super bowl again we'll have another one by the way not too many years after this of course one. yeah uh, we've got the college football championship game we have a college football final four we have a college basketball final four what am i forgetting there's another one we're getting the biggest sporting events in the world really uh, are coming back here the businesses are coming we'll back get an here. all-star game as soon as uh, the new brave stadium there is built yeah. that's right um, Maybe by then we'll know where they can park. Yeah, exactly. So we'll I don't, I don't know a sane person unless they just want to be a, a get off my lawn yeah. guy. Unless you want to just Here, be a contrarian. I, love it. I think it's a, it's a, a. I look at the Super Bowl coming to Atlanta as a feather in the cap. Uh, just another. We are the totally. Empire State of the South for sure. Um, but what it's I prestige thing. But I, I think that we it's have a so lot many, of money. We have it's so a many. Lot yeah, of, money. of course. It's the only. Only event you sell every room in the city for rack rates. But here is here is my. For you know, we've got a lot of new residents that have moved to Atlanta since we last had a Super Bowl, and I just want to quash the thought or belief that folks might have that we're all going to get to go to the game. That's yeah. not even no. though Super Bowls in Atlanta. Ninety nine point nine percent. Yeah, I've been three, and only one of them was here. It's, it's Atlanta not residents are not going to the game. It's just well, not unless you could watch it on television. Unless you're wealthy, yeah. you may get to go to the parties, and the parties are better than the game. Perhaps the game is generally stacked and tends to be. But a just kind because of a sh- we're getting the the game, don't don't think that that's going to be uh, eighty thousand uh, Georgia residents in the dome. Unless, you, unless you're working. In I love it. Yeah. Here's what it is. It's a little yeah. bit of civic pride, right? It's the oh, prestige. Huge. Absolutely. It's the glory shots during the game and during halftime. And you're like, oh, that, oh I live. Yeah. I've been over there. I've been over there. There's the aquarium. There's the college football exactly. hall of fame, you know, and and for what five All the celebrities di- in town for five yeah. days we're the coolest place on the planet, exactly. so we'll take it. No, I think it's a huge feather in cap. I'm excited. I just want to temper expectations. I was talking to a guy this uh, weekend who is a uh, Falcon season ticket holder, and mm-hmm. he's gonna he bought the PSL for the new stadium, and he's excited. He's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna get to go to the Super uh-huh. Bowl." And I'm like, "Ah, probably not." Lottery. Yeah, you go to lottery. If you're a season ticket holder, you get to exactly. go to a lottery. Only f- uh, of all the Super Bowl tickets, seventeen and a half percent go to uh, each team participating. So, say it's the Patriots Falcons. and the well for for this argument, let's just say it's not because then I have to oh, do different okay. math. So, let's say it's the <laughs> Patriots and the Packers that are playing in the Super Bowl here in Atlanta. They each get seventeen and a half percent of the tickets. 
than the, the team home owners. team. Right. The home team, the Falcons, oh. only get five percent of the seats yeah. to distribute. So even if you're a season ticket holder, you're not guaranteed a seat for the Super Bowl. So if Bowl. the Falcons were to become the first te- home team It'd to be play, twenty-two and a half. Would you get that extra five percent? Yeah, you would. According to the research I did. Uh, and and I'll my be, staff did. And you can get me in. Aaron, you <laughs> I'll, can get me in. I'll get you yeah, in. We're, are we doing a show from there? Uh, yeah, we'll do the show from there. I've been to two Super Bowls. The last one I went to was the uh, Giants-Tom Brady Super Bowl yeah. when the Patriots were undefeated. Tyree. Tyree Ketch. Um, and Good time? Amazing. Okay. I'm not going to tell you how much I spent. It was five figures to go to the game. Uh, this was when I was single. I didn't, yeah, have, you didn't, <laughs> I didn't have dependents. Well, I it was... Amazing. It okay. was amazing. So yeah. it'd be amazing if the Falcons were in it. I like the parties better. The, the games I went to were blowouts. Well, because you don't have to wait in line like Justin and I do. You know, you just go through the VIP entrance. Hi, Bill Crane. Hi, <laughs> Bill Crane. <laughs> Bill Crane. Exactly. Bill Crane. For the Mark Aram show? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that Bill Crane. <laughs> Justin, uh, the night beat at 11. Appreciate you uh, as always, buddy. See you, pal. All right. Uh, Thanks, 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. Asking Cobb residents uh, your thoughts on the Cobb Commission vote, and is there an anti-Braves backlash? Joe joins us on the program. Joe, thanks for hanging on. What's up, buddy? Not a problem. It was absolutely a, a vote against Tim Daxon. Um Number one, he put it in the worst possible location you can put it in Cobb County. And I still think someone made a lot of money on this that we haven't found out yet, and it's only become worse. Well, I, 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 people made money on the land around. Like People were that in the know obviously were buying stuff. Around. And, st- and still are. And still are, yeah. yes. But I, I disagree about the worst place in Cobb County, because I was thinking about this during the break. There, there's really no good place to put this. I think the worst place in Cobb County would have been in East Cobb. Imagine putting the stadium in East Cobb. With, or you on know, the square. There are worse places to put it. Yeah. But, but to his point, in terms of traffic and accessing the county, and even people in Sandy Springs that are upset because of the cut-through traffic, oh, it, yeah. it's going to main your traffic report. I mean, it's going if, to make that area oh, untenable. Yeah. If you're a Braves fan in Duluth, I, I'm sorry. You go to the Gwinnett Braves game because it's going to be awful. To it's try probably to get a whole nother show, but the better site for that stadium and p- potentially for the Falcon Stadium was the GM Doraville plant. Of course, absolutely. Yeah, I used to work there, and they it. shot that down real quick. Yeah. So, Joe, you, so uh, who did you vote for today? I voted for Mr. Mr. Boyce. Hey. I, I just I would have voted Democrat if, if Lee won the primary. I was going to vote Democrat. Wow. Just, Had you voted for uh, Tim Lee in the past or no? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. All right. And, so and that's... I, I had to give kudos to that one woman on the commission who initially said, "No, let's take a pause and think about this." Because I have never seen government move so fast to let something get built, and I've lived here for seventeen years. Well, uh, uh, Joe, I, I understand the angst and the anger, and I appreciate the call. That was uh, that's two callers now that had previously voted for uh, Tim Lee. And he's referenced Lisa Cupid, District 4 Commissioner in yeah. Cobb, who's been kind of, is the sole African-American on the commission and the voice of, wait a minute, can we... Slow this thing yeah. down. Uh, Tony's in Marietta. Tony, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Good evening, gentlemen. i tell you what, me and my family, we all entirely voted against Tim Lee today for the first time. And the final straw was the Braves Stadium. But there was a big buildup with a lot of other stuff that was leading up to our decision. Such as? Well, let's put it to you like this. Tim Lee has assumed this attitude of, look at me, get out of my way. He's gone and done uh, backroom, smoke-filled room deals and all sorts of stuff. 
leading up to this. He's completely, not completely, but like 95% ignored uh, South Cobb. I live up in North Cobb, so why should I care? Well, it's my county. Those people are getting short shrift, and they have for the longest time, and that's where Cupid is from. And I give her kudos as much as uh, I've got some access to grind with her on some other issues. But at the end of the day, if you look at Lee's... uh, you know, tenure in its totality, it's, uh, you know, gone the way of uh, very uh, partisan politics. It's, you know, my way or the highway. Right now, if things hold up the way they are, um, the emperor is not wearing any clothes. Well, I thought it was interesting. Uh, great perspective, as always, Tony. I thought it was interesting. We had the big media avail a couple weeks ago at uh, SunTrust Park and uh, saw Tim Lee posing with you know the Derek Schillers of the world and the Mike Plants of the world, the Braves hierarchy. Um, will he be in office when the Braves play their first game? At I'm Central sure they'll Park? still give him good seats. Probably, I would imagine he's got a lifetime box. All right, we're going to come back. More of your calls. Uh, again, I want to focus just this uh, segment on Cobb County voters and taxpayers. Did you vote against Tim Lee? Today and was it because of the Brave Stadium? 404-872-0750. Mark Aram and Bill Crane. This is WSB. Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750. WSB. Welcome back to the show. 10.53, 7 in front of 11. Mark Aram with you till midnight on uh, election 2016 night. Now, I know I'm focusing on this Cobb County issue because I think that's the most interesting. And people that live in Forsyth or North Fulton or Gwinnett or uh, Con or wherever, you might be like, well, this has nothing to do with me. Put yourself in the Cobb County taxpayer's uh, position for a second. Say you lived in uh, Rockdale County, and Rockdale County says, we're moving, uh, we're buying, um, we're going to move the Hawks to uh, Rockdale County. We're going to build them an arena, and we're not getting any uh, input from the voters. We're just going to take taxpayer dollars. Put yourselves in Cobb County taxpayers' shoes right now. The fact that they uh, had no say in, in the matter of the Braves moving. So that that's how you can relate to the story, even if you don't live in Cobb County. Cindy's in East Cobb. Cindy, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Hi. I absolutely voted for Tim Lee in the last election and voted for Mike Boyce in this election. And it was all about transparency and integrity. And Tim Lee has none. And... Um, when it comes to our local commissioners, Tim Lee tried to get one of his own yes men in because he felt that Bob Ott was not enough of a yes man. And it appears at this point that Bob Ott has won and kept his seat, and he does not go along with the with the workings of Tim Lee, and I like that. Now, for the record, Cindy, Chuck said you were upset that I mentioned East Cobb would be a bad place for the Brave Stadium. I just meant traffic-wise. <laughs> Okay. I love East Cobb. I love it. You got great restaurants. You got great schools. But traffic is a nightmare, as you well know. It sure is. And I don't. I don't need more. Okay. Great call, Cindy. Thank you so much. Dave's in Kennesaw. Dave, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Preach, brother. Welks, buddy. What's going on? Not too much. Um, I have one slightly different thing to add to this that may have caused a backlash against Lee. Um, I'm not crazy about the traffic that the stadiums. Construction is causing because even though I don't drive, I mean, it takes me at least an hour and 15 minutes on my disability bus to get from Kennesaw down to where I work off of Cumberland. And uh, when the stadium gets built, I mean, it's probably going to be about the same amount of time to get back home, whereas it takes only a half hour now. And I think another aspect that I was going to bring up is the stadium construction is really raising the cost of living in that area. There's a lot of apartment complexes and um, housing around that area 
that would otherwise be affordable in the seven and eight hundreds. That's you know. Yeah, that those those now. times have definitely passed. You're right. the The housing costs will as I mean that's that's not unpredictable. We knew that was going to happen. Yeah, go up and then down. Here's again the traffic issue it, to me is is so curious because I I I honestly just don't know what's going to happen. Because you have 7 o'clock first pitches, 7.30 first pitches. Will the PM drive traffic getting home to Marietta, Ackworth, Kennesaw, Woodstock, Canton, will that have cleared in time for other folks? Probably not. Hello, Powers Ferry and Acres Mill. Yeah, it's, I mean, uh, listen, When anytime you have 40,000 people going to one event at the same time, it's going to be a mess. How messy yet to be determined. News, weather, traffic next. More of your calls on this campaign, election 2016, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. And I do want to talk about Braves, uh, the Super Bowl, excuse me, Super Bowl coming to Atlanta. Jay Black will join us from Charlotte as well. Johnny Kilbasa with the Fast Food Review. A ton to do. This is The Mark Aram Show. Thanks for listening to The Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.